0: In this episode, we'll be looking at Joshua chapter 20 as we continue our study of the book of Joshua. If you have a Bible with you, follow along while I read. Then the Lord said to Joshua, say to the people of Israel, appoint the cities of refuge of which I spoke through Moses, that the manslayer who strikes any person without intent or unknowingly may flee there. They shall be for you a refuge from the avenger of blood. He shall flee to one of these cities and shall stand at the entrance of the gate of the city and explain his case to the elders of that city. Then they shall take him into the city and give him a place and he shall remain with them. And if the avenger of blood pursues him, they shall not give up the manslayer into his hand because he struck his neighbor unknowingly and did not hate him in the past. And he shall remain in the city until he has stood before the congregation for judgment, until the death of him who is a high priest at that time. Then the manslayer may return to his own town and his own home, to the town from which he fled. So they set apart Kadesh in Galilee in the hill country of Naphtali, and Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and Kariath Arba, that is Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. And beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, they appointed Bezer in the wilderness on the tableland from the tribe of Reuben, and Ramath in Gilead from the tribe of Gad, and Golan in Bashan from the tribe of Manasseh. These were the cities designated for all the people of Israel and for the strangers sojourning among them, that anyone who killed a person without intent could flee there so that he might not die by the hands of the avenger of blood. He stood before the congregation. At this point, these cities are needing to be established as the Levites are getting their uh, allotment of land that ends up being cities that they live in and have pasture land in. Uh, Six of those cities are designated as cities of refuge. There would be three on the west side of the Jordan and three on the east side of the Jordan. And these cities were in place for people who had accidentally or unintentionally taken the life of someone. This was needed because, according to Leviticus 24:17, whoever takes a human life shall surely be put to death. So God revealed that these cities would be put in place and gave very strict Uh, instructions about how they should be run and what should happen in these cities and when it was appropriate for someone to use them. So the person that took the life of someone else could approach one of these cities. They could plead their case before the elders of that city and before the congregation of that city. And if they uh, determined that it was an accidental death, they would protect this person from uh, the blood avenger, the person that had been appointed by the family of the dead person to go out and take the life uh, of the killer. These cities then offered protection from this blood avenger for the person who had accidentally killed someone in Numbers chapter 35, we see the detailed information about what should happen in these cities. The, the roads were to be kept up so that people could find them. There were signposts on the roads that pointed them to the city. Um, the, there were instructions about what to do and where the person should stay and, and all that should happen with these cities of refuge. And so God reveals these and makes them known to the nation of Israel. But not only does God reveal the cities to Israel, the cities reveal God to Israel. Israel learns some things about God through these cities. And one is that God places high value on human life. In the case where someone has committed murder and it can be proven, the appropriate consequence was the death penalty. That was to make the point that human life is so sacred that no one should be allowed to take it. But if it was taken accidentally, the proper punishment should not be taking another life. It wouldn't fix the problem. And so God created a way that those consequences could be avoided. These cities also revealed to us that God universally cares about justice. This wasn't just about making sure uh, an innocent Israelite was not put to death. Notice that the instructions included the native-born and the sojourner, the immigrant, the, the person who had come from another country to live within Israel. God universally cares about justice. It, it wasn't just his folks. It was the, the anyone that came in contact with his people deserve the same kind of justice. And then these cities also reveal to us that even guilty men need a place of refuge. Sometimes we just did the thing that we're accused of. We might not have meant for it to happen, but we did it. Even guilty people need a place of refuge. And so when we find ourselves unintentionally or ignorantly sinning, God knows that we need a chance to do it over, to get it right, to learn from our mistakes and To move on from there so he gives even guilty people a place of refuge so in these cities we get an amazing picture of grace Uh, grace is when god does us a favor that we certainly didn't deserve someone had taken the life of another person and they deserved death but that really wasn't what was needed so god gave grace so what we see in these cities is that refuge is available God does the favor of making these cities available to people who need them, who are overwhelmed by their circumstances and need an escape. We also see that refuge is near. These cities were spaced out throughout the nation of Israel in a way that anyone in Israel could get to one of these cities in about a day's journey. They were always close enough to take advantage of. When you didn't need it, you didn't think about it maybe, but when you did need one, you knew it was close and you knew you could get there before the consequences became grave. But also notice that refuge is for the desperate. The people who are protected by this are the ones who are desperate to avoid the consequences of their actions. They realize that they've made a mistake. It was unintentional, it was unintended, but it happened. And they know that if they don't seek help, their life will end. And we see that refuge must be sought. It's something that they had to go to. If someone accidentally killed someone, the city of refuge didn't come to them. They had to go to it. And refuge was something that had to be desired and pursued by the guilty person or they didn't experience it. And when we look at those things together, we see an absolute picture of the grace that God has shown us, that refuge in Christ is available, that refuge is near, and that it is for us who are desperate and it must be sought. We, I think, sometimes are so complacent about our station in life that we don't feel a desperate need to be connected to God, to find refuge in Christ, because we think we have it okay. But the reality is there is an avenger that's after us, and we have to uh, find that place of solace, that place of refuge, and hide there. We need to realize how desperate that is, and we have to seek it out. Because what we see from our study of Scripture is that God will embrace all who come to Christ for refuge. John chapter 6, verse 37 says, all that the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me, I will never cast out. You see, Jesus puts himself in this place of the priest in charge of the city of refuge. And if you've come to my city, I will not throw you out. Now, I'm convinced that just like the people who sought refuge in these cities, if they left the city, then the avenger the avenger could take his reprisal, and he could take the life of the guilty person. But as long as you stayed in that city of refuge, you were safe. And the city could decide to kick you out. If they thought you were guilty and the, and the blood avenger had a right to kill you, they could kick you out and, and leave you to fend for yourself. But Jesus promises, I'll never do that. If you come to me for refuge, if you stay within my city, you will never be cast out. Because that's Jesus' sole mission. Remember Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus came to find those people that needed that refuge and let them know that that refuge was available and give them the instructions on how to enter that safe place. That's part of Jesus' mission. And God will embrace all who come to refuge through Christ. It's interesting to me that in these cities of refuge, the person was there until the death of the high priest, and then he was free. Is that not a lot like our experience with Christ? We were bound in sin, and we uh, should expect to suffer consequences until we come to this man who has already died and set us free. It's this Jesus that a man named Augustus Toplady wrote a song about. Back in 1776, he wrote a song called Rock of Ages. He was traveling out uh, between two cities in in England, and a uh, severe thunderstorm popped up. And he found this rock that had a cleft in it, and he was able to climb down in that and find refuge from the storm. And while he was there, he penciled down the lyrics to a song that we call Rock of Ages. You might remember the first verse, Rock of Ages, cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy ribbon side which flowed be of sin a double cure. Cleanse me from its guilt and power. It was interesting in this time of distress, when Augustus top lady uh, was fearing for his life in this storm, he found shelter, and it reminded him of what Jesus does for us. That storm on that day affected everyone in that area, but for people who were not in a safe place, they experienced much more dire consequences. For this man who's within the cleft of the rock, he was protected. So we're left looking at this story of these cities of refuge and realizing that God's justice will be delivered on all of us but God lets us pick the place that will be. Thank you for listening. You can find more of these messages on our website calerachurchofchrist.org or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter.